Welcome to the Vibrant MD Podcast, where we discuss weight loss, women's health, and food. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Awad, a family doctor and certified weight loss coach. This podcast is informational, but is not meant as medical advice. Anything you want to change after listening should be discussed with your own doctor and personal medical team. I'm so glad that you're here with me today. Hello, my vibrant friend. I'm thrilled to be here with you today. It's mid-January and I've got a three-day work week. I am going to Mexico for the weekend, a long weekend. So every year I do try to take a trip somewhere that's sunnier, that I can be outside. Our days get pretty short in Minnesota this time of year. I do have seasonal affective disorder. And so my daughter and I are heading to Mexico this weekend, and I'm definitely going to be outdoors getting more sunlight. You know, on top of all the other treatments I do for this problem, I have over the last five years really made an effort to try to get somewhere sunny in January. The reason I bring it up is I just want to normalize us talking about our mental health struggles because they're pretty common, right? And I don't know, let's just shed a light on things so that they aren't secret and they aren't shameful. So. That's why I'm sharing this story today. Okay, today we are talking about an article from the New York Times on menopausal weight gain. And they talked about a new match for menopausal weight gain, Ozempic. This was in November 27th, 2023. And I just totally disagree with this article. And so I think it's important for us to talk about it. So in this story, they talk about a 57-year-old menopausal woman who, because of some upheaval in her life events that she just didn't really recover from. She was suffering from depression. And then with menopause, noticed a lot of weight gain around the middle. And she went to her doctor and got Ozempic for it. And then she, as I said, she it helped her feel like herself again. So this article is kind of saying that Ozempic and these other similar injectable drugs are a good choice for menopausal-only weight gain. And when I say menopausal only, I mean for people who were pretty much doing fine and then all of a sudden had weight gain with menopause. Now, weight gain with menopause is super common and you know it's there because it does show up around your middle. It's really common for women to describe this to their doctors. They often will tell their doctor about it alongside the other menopause symptoms of hot flashes and sleep disturbance and anxiety and joint pain, and many other things. So, you know, up to 70% of women will gain a pound and a half per year in the menopause transition. And remember, the menopause transition can be a 15-year transition. Perimenopause lasts a long time. You may not even know that it's going on, except that you are in your 40s and you have weight gain in the middle. Oftentimes, our periods can be normal at perimenopause, so you don't always know that you're in transition. So this can last a long time. It is true that this weight gain that happens at this time really affects people's self-esteem. It can affect your quality of life. And then it does, you have an increase in risk of diseases like diabetes and cardiovascular disease, as well as others from the weight gain. And at that time in life, you have an increase of diabetes and cardiovascular disease anyway, because of the increase in insulin resistance from the drop in your estrogen. This is not mentioned in the article, okay? 
The other thing that they do bring up in the article that I appreciate is that weight gain, when you are heavier, you have more hot flashes and night sweats. So losing this menopause weight can actually decrease your menopausal symptoms. So what's the problem? One that they do mention in the article is that many of the women seeking these medications do not qualify for them for insurance coverage because it's weight gain without any disease. So those can cost you $1,000 a month if they're not covered. There are some alternatives, but we're not going to get into those today. But what I want to say is this, you could be spending a lot of money. The other issue that comes up is the issue of muscle loss. So humans, women and men, do start to have some muscle loss in the 30s. And Ozempic has been really charged with muscle loss. People talk about Ozempic face. People talk about Ozempic butt because of this muscle loss. Now, anytime you lose weight, there is some muscle loss and this is a risk, but it seems to be especially big with these medications. There are some worries about bone density. I'm not sure we have a real answer on that yet as far as research. Theoretically, there's some issues with bone density with these medications, but I know that we just, you know, I did a literature search and didn't find anything that was really very definitive. So we don't know if adding semaglutide or azempic into the mix of the bone density loss issues people are having just because of menopause. We don't know if that's going to make things worse. So there are other potential side effects with ozempic, nausea, vomiting, constipation. There are other less common risks, which, you know, I, I won't bring up at this time because those are just, you know, for another podcast. <laughs> and by the way, there are a couple other podcasts on my platform here about weight loss drugs. So why do I want to stand up and say that semaglutide, ozempic, is not a good medication to use for menopause weight gain. There are a few reasons. One is that these medications are meant to be lifelong medications. And so that is a big commitment for something that is really a focused problem. Number two is that most people that take these medications, when we look at who stays on them, most people quit after a year. And so I am concerned that semaglutide or ozempic is going to become the new yo-yo diet where you lose weight and then you get tired of feeling poorly or you get tired of taking the medication or you get tired of paying for the medication and then the weight comes back. So number three is that many doctors do not understand about menopause weight gain. So in the article even, there are a number of doctors saying things like, well, because of the sleep disturbances, people are too tired to work out. And then I'm thinking, seriously, are these doctors who are treating women for menopause saying eat less and work out more? Because we know that working out more is not necessarily going to help with weight loss. So what can we do if, if I'm telling you don't go get an injectable anti-obesity drug for your menopause weight gain if you really we're doing pretty okay with your weight until this time. So I recommend you work with someone like me who coaches women through menopause weight loss, someone who 
knows how this works and this is who they work with. This is what I do all day is work with women at midlife and beyond. And there are other people as well. So you want someone who understands the special nutritional needs of women whose estrogen is dropping. It's funny, I if you listen to the podcast with Dr. Rubin, Rachel Rubin, she quotes that men generally have an estrogen level of about 30 and that women after menopause have an estrogen level of zero. So your brother and possibly your life partner have more estrogen than you hanging around. So you have, with that large drop in estrogen, an increase in insulin resistance that is causing this weight gain around your middle. So you need someone who understands that part. So if you try ways of losing weight that are for everyone of all ages, or the things that you tried when you were in your 20s and 30s and they don't work, this is to be expected. So what are the essentials for nutrition at this age? Getting enough protein is essential. We're talking about the size and thickness of your palm, of your hand, or maybe a little bit more, and having it every time you eat. More fiber is necessary. So really, we can plan to have vegetables or berries with every meal. And then once you get used to that, probably a second scoop of vegetables would be recommended to go along with this after you get used to just having it at every meal. You want to work with someone who understands this bump in insulin resistance, that there's some timing involved with this. We want to have time in between our meals. Our culture tends to eat all day. We feel that it's healthy to walk through the kitchen and pop a few cherry tomatoes in our mouth, but actually this works against our natural insulin resistance. And so you may think, I'm just having a few healthy things, but you're actually causing weight gain and stopping your body from naturally using fat as energy. So we need time in between our meals. We need to have a nice long time after dinner and before we start eating again the next day. So this means we do need to look at why we have nighttime eating. Is it a habit? Are we stressed? You know, all the reasons. Is it because of our kids? Is it because of our life partners? You know, are we emotionally exhausted and this is how we comfort ourselves? These need to be looked at because we need quiet time in our digestive system after dinner and until the next day. Can this be something as simple as going 12 hours without food? Yes. Can this be intermittent fasting where you choose a, a longer time to have no eating? Yes. We don't have good science on the exact numbers of this, but you can make it fit into your life. So work with someone who understands how to customize this, how to help you set up your own protocol so that you can do this, lose the weight, and go forward. You want to work with someone who understands the specific exercise needs of midlife women, which are strength training, including increasing weights, and exercise that decreases your stress, which is not going to be the same for every person, right? I like to go out and play a sport. You might like to take a dance class. Uh, someone else is going to take a walk in nature at a moderate pace. So something that, you know, the cardio part is going to be something that is fun because that will reduce stress for you. And that is important at midlife. So I 
am standing up today to say that if you have gained weight at menopause time and have done pretty well with your weight before then, that injectable drugs and some like semaglutide and ozempic are not the best choice for you. You can work with someone like me who can guide you on this weight loss journey, teach you how your body works so that you can really customize it to your life and you can get on a path that's going to be a little different than what you're doing now, but where you will naturally be able to lose weight. You'll be able to solve this problem of midlife weight gain and go forward in a way that feels good. You're eating foods that you like and can really be a permanent weight loss solution for you. You know, as I mentioned before, I don't think these injectables are even going to be a permanent weight loss solution because most people are not going to want to take them for the rest of their lives because of cost, taking the medications, and how people feel when they take them. So I think they're going to be the new yo-yo diet for midlife weight loss. And I just hate to see that. So I'll tell you folks, I was like you, busy living a crazy life as far as family and work and all the things. And all of a sudden, I just started gaining weight in my mid-40s. And I didn't even know I was in perimenopause then because my periods were still perfectly regular. I tried the things that helped me lose weight when I had had my children, and those didn't work at all. I tried diets, and they were terrible, made me feel bad. Or, you know, I had to work really hard and then... I would gain the weight back again because I got tired of working hard. So I really dove into the research and I'm on the other side now. I understand this bump in insulin resistance. I understand the changes in our bodies when our estrogen drops. And, you know, I've done the coaching to look at the times when I was eating because I was stressed, because I was angry, because I was resentful, evening eating times. And, and so that's what I bring and offer to you. It is an investment, but compared to paying for these medications for the rest of your life or even for one year, hiring a coach like me is really affordable in comparison. So I do offer a real results strategy session where you can come and tell me your weight loss story. And I will give you two next best steps that will fit for a midlife woman. Spending that time together, you can decide if you think that you and I are are a good fit to work together. Because if we are, there are others out there. But I do recommend that you find someone who knows how this works. And like I said, even some of your doctors who are treating you for menopause are not that person because they just have not figured out the weight loss part, even though they're really good with hot flashes and nighttime issues and some of the other symptoms that go along with menopause. So anyway, I stood on my soapbox today and we'll make sure that in the show notes, there is a link to book one of these real results strategy sessions. Also, if you go to my website, heatherawadmd.com or vibrant-md.com, there's a place there to book one of these sessions as well. I look forward to talking to you. This is a really solvable problem. It will take some management as well, but it doesn't have to be difficult. It doesn't have to take expensive medications that may make you not feel well and may end up being your next yo-yo diet. 
So please book a real results strategy session now. I am happy to talk to you and give you your next best steps for going forward. Thank you so much for being with me here today. It's always a pleasure for me to share this information with you. Hi there, this is Dr. Heather Awad. Even though I'm a family doctor who spent decades coaching patients about healthy food, I know what it's like to struggle with midlife weight gain. About eight years ago, that struggle consumed my thoughts. I know what it's like to wake up and be frustrated that my clothes don't fit and I'm uncomfortable with my body and to lay down at night, beating myself up for my lack of willpower. I tried eating less, grazing, and special diets that didn't help at all. The worst was when I worked so hard with one of those app-based programs for six months, lost weight, and then bounced back to an even higher number. I worried I was going to be stuck at an unhealthy weight for the rest of my life. So I know how painful it can be, and I know what it's like to be on the other side of it. To be back down and have a life where I wake up and know I can eat food I like. I go to bed at night thinking about what I'm excited about for the next day because I'm not worrying about what I ate that was wrong. The best part is I never worry about being that old weight again. And I want this kind of life for everyone. That's why I do the work that I do. Because I know how painful it can be when you watch that number on the scale rise at midlife and beyond. And I have dedicated myself to helping lots of women discover how their bodies work so they can lose weight and eat food that they love. Life is too short to spend it with constant mind chatter about food. I'd be honored to support you or someone you care about. If you go to my website, heatherawadmd.com or vibrant-md.com, you can book a call with me where I will give you real results, the next best steps for you going forward. And if you're thinking that you want the accountability of working with a coach as your guide, please reach out and I would be so pleased to work with you. Thank you.